How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to another movie pod. I'm Zach Williamson. I'm here with Luke Goosen today. We're talking The Boys, episode four. This is our second Boys pod. On our first pod on it, we did episodes one through three. This one, we're doing episode four. The next one, which drops very shortly after this, we're going to do episode five through seven, then finale, which we still have to record. We're doing that tomorrow. Today is October 10th. Saturday. And we recorded this pod a few weeks back. So sorry if some of the discussion around the box office, we're talking tenant a little bit. No spoilers, no tenant spoilers. It's all just box office and just how COVID's fucking everything up for the movie industry from a few weeks back. And a lot of the stuff we talked about has happened since. So it's a little outdated, but I hope you all enjoy it. We're basically going to drop four boys pods all within the same week, doing the whole season at once. Just kind of how it worked out for us these past couple weeks with everyone's schedules and being busy. Um, we're hoping we'll get a little more consistent here soon now that we finally are getting some new shows, especially Mandalorian. Mandalorian, we're going to be back on reviewing every episode right as it happens, getting that up before the next one. So thank you all for who's still listening. We're still here. I saw some reviews saying, yo, we thought you guys quit. No, we didn't quit. We just we just busy out here, you know? So thanks, y'all. Ross going to join us a bit on this pod. Oh, the boys. Yeah, this was a good episode. That's all I'm going to say before we before we get into it when Ross jumps in here, but that's a good episode, man. All I'm going to say is, without any spoilers, I think this is one of the best episodes of the show so far. The whole show? Mm-hmm. At least this season. I think that was the best episode so far. I don't season. know. I'd have to rewatch the whole show, honestly, but really the best show, the best one of the season? Yeah. Why you say that like such a negative thing, man? I thought it was a solid episode. I thought every scene was so, every scene had importance to it or character development. Yeah, that's true. But we'll talk about it when when Ross jumps in here, let's do something else. What can we talk about until we get there? What, we got any news? We got any news this oh, weekend? Dude, Tenant. We can't talk Tenant yet we can't either. can't talk Tenant. We can't fucking do it, dude. <laughs> well, you know what we could talk about about it, though, is just the box office and stuff. We can just not talk about the movie and talk about... All right, all right, box office. What happened? Break it down for us, Zachary. So this is crazy, actually. Warner Bros. has been hiding the numbers because they don't want people to know how bad it's doing. And its first weekend, technically what it made, I thought it was 20 million. That's what they like let out that it was 20 million. But in its first opening weekend, it made less than 10 million. It made like 9.7. Oh, so it's 20 million in total through the world. It was 20 million what they reported because they counted the Canada box office because in Canada it opened a week earlier and they counted all the other random days. They combined it all into one. So they're trying to pad their stats. They're padding the <laughs> Yeah, stats. dude. They were, they were stat padding on the box office. Because uh. 20 million, when you say 20 million, to me, I'm like, okay, damn, that doesn't sound that bad because you knew there was going to be a small dip. So this is what I was going to say, is this last weekend, Tenet made 6.7 million. So 9 point, whatever I said to that, isn't that fat of a gap, a normal box office drop because it's starting to open in more places. But man, dude, that movie's going to be in trouble box office wise. That's all I'm trying to say. Is that 207 million worldwide? I mean, I under, I know his reason why he didn't go VOD, but I think it would have been a, probably would have been a better idea. Would have made a lot more money if it wouldn't went VOD. Maybe. Dude, I don't know, dude. Because... If they do the same shit that Mulan did, trash, dude. No one's going to watch that movie. Because you got to make it expensive. Was not a fan. I watched it. My sister bought it. My sister bought it. Trash, dude. It was so bad. So we got we got Ross's <laughs> official review. So trash. Bad. Mulan. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Give me your number then. Give me a rating. Uh, 55. Luke, did you watch it? Natalie's a huge Disney fan, and she said 30 bucks. Fuck that, dude. Damn, dude. Not even the loyal ones. Dude, I know. She doesn't want to spend fucking 30 bucks on a movie that she can wait. She's not that hyped about it. Damn. Yeah, for sure. I get it. I 100% get out. And if you can wait till December 4th to get it for free, I'm only watching it because my fucking dad wanted to buy it. So he bought it. I was like, all right, dad. Yeah, sure. That's always cool. That same shit happened with my sister. She wanted to buy it for some reason. And I was like, all right, you do you, but I'm not buying that shit. So I, won't, I watched it. Yeah. Not good. 55. Dude, I saw, 
I, I'll talk about one. Okay, let me talk about one clip I saw from the after I pop my white claw here. Um, <laughs> pop the top. There's this one clip, Ross, or maybe Luke, you've seen it too, because it had a millions of views on Twitter when I saw it. And it was the shit where she's kicking this fucking arrow down. I thought it looked so bad. It looked CW quality. It almost... And I was very interested in watching the show until I saw that. I was like, damn, that looks really bad. But I'm still going to give it a shot because I can, you know, because it's free basically for me. But 30 bucks after that, after I saw that scene, I was said 30 bucks, never, not a chance. I, uh, I want to say so many things about it, but I don't want to ruin it for you. So I'll just let you watch it. Yeah, hold on. Because if, if Luke doesn't watch, I'd be down to do like a little Patreon on it. Me and you, a little Milan boys. Luke, you could watch. You could log into my Disney Plus and watch it. I yeah, I watch it. It's on mine. I damn. Oh, I just said, I I can't believe you guys don't think it would have made more on VOD. I think it would have killed it on there. No, dude, if you get an HD VOD online, that shit's getting ripped. Everyone's watching it illegally right now. You said there wasn't a great for Teddy. Even there wasn't a great one out there yet, right? No, there was not. No. <laughs> Yeah, so, dude, you could probably find an HD Mulan right now. That was one of the big reasons why that movie bombed in China, dude. Okay, so here's the comparison, though, Ross. In China, Mulan has only made $23 million and they made that movie to target there. It's completely bombed there. This movie's about to lose hella money for Disney because the estimations in America were barely over a million people bought it. If over a million people, that's $30 million, right? Plus 20-something, their second biggest market. They made this movie to go to make hundreds of millions of dollars in China. Didn't make money. So, But Tenet at least has already made $207 million worldwide. Does It's not doing shit in America because there's no good way to do it right now. There's Every movie is about to get moved out. Every movie that is going to be a big release, if it's not going for an Oscar, they're going to move everything to next year to who knows what. That's my prediction. Yeah, I didn't really think about the pirating aspect, but that's a good point. I also think it's pretty irresponsible that they even tried to push it to be in theaters too at this point. You got to make money as a businessman. Like it's we all these other businesses are trying to open up and I get it. It's crazy, man. This could kill the theater industry if stuff doesn't open up forever. Maybe not forever, but maybe if people are just saying I could watch it whatever, if they start releasing everything on my thing, some people will eventually just adopt it. They'll just buy nicer TVs and stuff to make it work. If that's what it turned to, I'm getting surround sound. I'm making my fucking shit nice in here. Yeah, motherfucking Dolby Digital, dog. Dolby did, yes, exactly, dude. That's what I needed for Tenet. Fucking Christ. <laughs> wish, wish my damn theater was open. I wish my theater was open, man. I don't even think my TV would be able to handle Tenet properly. <laughs> we can't talk about it yet. We can't talk about no no Tenet spoilers yet. Listeners, we're doing that on a future one because we all feel like we need to give that one another whirl. <laughs> The version I watched was so bad, dude. The audio was like trash. Bro, I was in a theater leaning forward in an empty theater trying to understand some of the stuff they said. That's all I'm going to say on the movie. No more. It was like really loud at first. And now he's like, let's go tell him to turn it down. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, Zach says it's fucking hard to hear him. Stop. Don't tell him. <laughs> And even then, dude, with all the crashes and shit, I still, it was hard to hear him. And he does that on purpose, which he does that a lot in his movies. I mean, so I think this is okay since we're talking about like all of his movies, but he does a lot of stuff where he tries to make sound like its own character, where it's something that's immersive and part of whatever his movie is. And I feel like with this one, this was, it was a little too much, bro. Like, <laughs> couldn't hear anything on some of those things that they were saying. I remember when The Dark Knight Rises, there was some stuff that Bane would say and you're like, fucking English like what I don't even know what he just <laughs> <laughs> and then what other one Interstellar too where you just he was drown out some stuff with the score which was awesome like it made sense and Dunkirk that made sense too because you're in a war like you're not going to be able to hear what the dude next to you is trying to say to you that all felt like correct but I don't know this one with you have a lot of exposition and stuff a little different situation but no more on that what else are we talking boys oh boys and all right this is, okay, here's actually something interesting. This is related to box office and Tenet, technically. So Dune is still playing to release December 18, and Wonder Woman got pushed to Christmas. And one of the things is that Warner Bros. thinks right now, apparently, that the box office marketplace is going to be big enough for both of those films. Doesn't that seem like a suicide run? You're about to tank two movies? And one, one thing I forgot to add, too, is that Dune was... 
It's produced by Legendary. They did Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So they have co-production on it. They're a company, they're a subsidiary of Warner Bros. somehow, but the money that goes to Warner Bros. is not as much, if that makes sense. But still, thoughts? What Do you have thoughts on it, Luke? No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you had something to say, so I stopped. We didn't even talk about the... Have we talked the Dune trailer even? We haven't talked about it. That was fucking sick, though. Did Luke, did you watch the Dune trailer? <sighs> no, dude. Should I watch it right now? Watch it? Oh, you, we can get live reactions. Yeah, I'm down. Live reactions. Let's all watch it at the same time. Should we do it like right. that? All right. I love it when we do that. All right. Three, two, one, play. Damn, the worm looks pretty good. I ain't going to lie. That's a big worm. It looks like he has uh, some tremor shit. Looks like he has some whale teeth or something. Baleen. Yeah. Doesn't look like he has big scary teeth. Yeah, the director said he took a year to design that thing. Said as soon as he figured out that he actually got the project, that was the first thing he was trying to figure out. And he treats him. I don't even remember what he said, dude, because said something about just how he treats them. They're supposed to be like this godlike creature. So just the time that he put into making sure that it was correct. So do they like eat humans and shit? That guy has the ability to control them. Uh, Paul, I think so. You mean Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. 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 How, we need to know this. See, we need to know how to say his name and then you know how to say the director's name exactly because I listened to a podcast with Denis, but I don't know how to say his last name right. I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was Denis Villeneuve, Villeneuve, but I don't know. I think that's wrong. Damn, that's what I thought it was. Some the dude tried to Al Michaels tried to say it in the NFL game the other day, and he said it so wrong. <laughs> I can't remember what he said. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> he, he said Dennis for sure. Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> Villeneuve. <laughs> I can't remember. It was just something I was like, who the fuck is he talking about? And then I was like, oh <laughs> shit, that's right. I could just see him saying some fucking just white as fuck. Denis, man, he has the coolest accent. Yeah, he does. So the shields, basically in this universe, the shields, if we were like 20 feet away from each other and you tried shooting at me, there'd just be a shield that would shoot up and block that shit. So what you have to do is you have to do close combat fighting in this universe because... You have to actually move slow enough the shield doesn't detect it because it detects fast shit, and that's how it deflects it. So that's why everyone there is trained in close quarter fighting. It's the only way to go and kill someone. Seems like if they have a shield that could block a bullet, I feel like they would be able to make it block a sword too. That seems weird. For real. I ain't trying to explain the science to you, but... All you got to do is slow it down, you know? Like, yeah, dude, I agree. Something's hokey pokey there. That's the science behind, or the whatever. That's what the director said. And they don't have robots. They don't really have computers in this universe because all that kind of stuff is a little bit banned. But the spice, this planet has that spice. And why it's so valuable is because, what was that planet they said? Acaris or whatever? I never know how to yeah, say it like right. Arceus or some shit like that. The planet literally, so think of it like gas. They have this spice on this planet that powers space travel, light speed. And it's the only planet in the entire known universe that has it. So that's why everyone's trying to go there and claim this planet. But Zendaya, her group of people with the blue eyes, they are locals of this planet. And Paul, there's something going on with them. He has some sort of, the way that he was basically... He's in trance. What I was trying to say is, so also I should add that all, their eyes are all blue from just inhaling the spice their entire lives. It makes your eyes blue. So even Paul and all those guys, their eyes can eventually turn blue when they live there long enough. But what I was saying is that his... His dad is Oscar Isaac, and his mom is the girl from Mission Impossible. Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson, great actress. That's his mom, but she's in the same tribe. She's from that same tribe as that girl you saw at the beginning. It was like, what's in the or when he said, "What's in the box?" Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Her pretty little head. They were trying to plan to have basically a messiah, someone who could have these kind of powers. Like it was a planned child like that. So anyway, what was your question though, Ross? That first worm. It was opening up in the ground and the building was falling into its mouth. That one looked a lot bigger than the worm at the end. That, the one that was chasing Timothy Chalamet or uh, Paul Atreus. And, it, and it, when it came up, it, it just looked a lot smaller. So I'm guessing there 
at different points in their lifespan. Hey, I didn't even realize that there was another worm. I just thought it was some weird fucking magic bullshit that was happening where all that, everything's falling into it. Wait, is there multiple worms or one worm? There's definitely more than one worm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, also, Luke, these spices, not only do they fuel space travel and light speed travel, they also give people abilities and heighten their intelligence and senses. So all the aboriginals are pretty kick-ass. Yeah, they're all probably smart as fuck. And I think it gives you foresight into the future as well. I think it's foresight. I don't know if it comes from that or if it's something else that's connected to his bloodline. Yeah. It definitely makes you smarter, though, the spice does. Yeah, I forgot about that little detail. That is correct. Does heighten that. Does give you some more cool shit. It's like a it's like a cool drug, but you can actually inhale it and it doesn't fuck with you like that. It doesn't kill you. Hey, what's the point of the little things in their nose? It's to keep moisture. Whatever their those suits that they wear to, all that is to keep moisture because it's just like a fucking desert that they're living on. They filmed that shit out in Jordan where they the country Jordan. Yeah, the country Jordan. That's where they filmed out in those deserts. Like I was reading some behind the scenes stuff and they were saying in the morning it'd already be almost 120 degrees. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Dune. By the way, I just looked up the name of those suits and they're called still suits. Dude, if they release that shit during coronavirus, instant flop. I'm calling it now. If Tenet flops, I don't feel Dune a ton of people know about it. I know it has 20 million. Dude, no one knows about that. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people do, but not... You guys might know about Dune, but you got to be kind of a nerd. You got to be nerd level. Yeah. Yeah. If you're thinking this is an instant lock for a billion dollar franchise, you're definitely wrong. Even in normal times, if this shit made 500 million, I'd say that's amazing, right? 500 million is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. That's the weird thing about Dune is I feel like it's the antithesis to Avatar. And Star Wars. Dune has this crazy cultural appeal and impact on culture in general, but not, it doesn't have that zeitgeist phenomena, like that kind of hype worldwide. Dune was a book before this, right? I think there's multiple books, honestly. I'm, I think I'm thinking about reading it. Amanda bought, just bought it. So I think I'm going to Was Avatar it. like a book or anything before that? No. No. Avatar is a, just, it was like original. I agree with you though. Like, did they actually directly say that they were inspired by Dune? Because I know that George Lucas mentioned something about Dune, the epicness of it and the scale. And that's some things that are inspired. But I mean, you can even see it with Tatooine and the planet. And the fucking Zarlacc pit. Zarlacc pit. Right. Right? That's yeah. like a little worm in the in the sand. He probably got was, a little idea. I think the book came out in 1969 or in the 60s, early 70s in Star Wars within 10 years of that. So, and it was like the biggest book back then. Biggest sci-fi book. It's considered really? one of the most famous sci-fi stories of all time. Maybe of the single Dude. most of all time. Yeah, over history because yeah, the scale that and the other one that I know of that was very famous for this kind of genre was John Carter, and they tried that with Disney, and it was a massive flop. Massive. They put like two hundred million dollars behind that movie. That was about ten years ago. Okay, so early sixties, late fifties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. This was part of my point that I was making too, or that I guess we're agreeing. That's so long ago. No, no, the younger generation now, even our parents probably don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, bro. I was actually building, I was building off your point. Cause I said, John Carter was another movie, another big sci-fi book from like a hundred years ago. And that shit flopped as a movie. I was saying, this is not a lock just because you have a great director and what looks like a great cast and the scale of it looks, it looks really good. It looks, he, he tried to not do CGI or any of that bullshit. That's why he went and filmed in Jordan. He said that was one of his reasonings to film this movie is for one, I got to go film there. And it has to be two movies. That's what he said. He's like, you have to commit to two movies and I'm going to film in Jordan. It has to feel real. It has to feel immersive. Yeah. They might be good movies, but it doesn't mean they're going to be a hit for sure. Yeah. And, even though the cast Looks really fucking good. I forgot to say that. That cast is crazy. The whole cast looks lit. Right. That's one of the most stacked casts in a while. That's why this could be a colossal flop. Bomb. Oh, it's crazy. Pay so much. <laughs> well, this movie's... I want to say that this movie is probably around this. If they're giving Tenet a $200 million budget, then this is probably getting $200 million, I'd say. Maybe it didn't even cost that much. I don't know. But I think to go and film out there and have proper facilities to be able to film in a desert, you're probably putting a lot of money behind that shit. And they had to do some reshoots. Probably $200 million. They're thinking this is going to launch a franchise that, while there's no Star Wars right now, 
there's no big sci-fi thing right now with Star Wars now done. It is an opportunity. It's really interesting. Like it's a really interesting marketing thing because you have such a great director, but his last movie was Blade Runner 2049, which was amazing. But that was also technically a bomb. Didn't make its money back. I don't think it won a bunch of awards, but it's crazy. You know, this could he could have back to back sci-fi bombs, and he's such a great director. He's never made a bad movie, in my opinion. Would you consider it a bomb, even if if it gets close to breaking even, but doesn't get there? Still, dude, if you're if you're throwing two hundred million dollars at something, you're thinking we're gonna make money off this, dude. We ain't breaking even. What are we talking about? Tenet might end up being a bomb. Two hundred million? I don't know, dude. That's a lot of money. We'll see though. This is such a weird situation. I don't want to completely write it off. But if they see that Tenet doesn't even make its money back, you're not gonna see this movie come out for another year. It's cr- it's almost crazy that they decided to start the marketing. They should even just waited. They just because they just dropped the trailer. They should just waited till the tenant box office results came in a couple weeks and saw, hey, all right, we're not putting this out till next year, unless they're thinking Oscars, right? Is that the only other argument I can think of? Some real quick fact checking, just to make sure we all were sure, right? Dune came out in 1965. The book did. Dune, but Dune movie budget 2020 cost 200 million. And Blade Runner costs 150 million and made, I think it said 260 million. Dude, that's a flop. Oh man, see, that's what I'm saying. But that's that's what's cool with the faith that Warner Bros. then gave Denis to say, "All right, dude, we we know you made a great ass movie. It won best cinematography. It won some Oscars. So he's trying to just make art, and they got to figure out how to market it and make sure that people see it. So." If I'm then, I'm thinking right now with what Tenet's doing, I'm saying we are going to postpone this movie. But what isn't the Oscar stuff? The slate to get back in is post later. It's later now, right? They postpone the Oscars next year, I think, so that the slot to get in, you don't have to actually release it in there this year. You might be able to release it next year. But I don't know. You know, like if you release a movie in January, what are we comparing? Like, like that data statistically, I think that what movie did we, 1917, was that, was that the name of the movie? 1917, yeah. that came out in January and it did pretty good. But I don't think 1917 had a $200 million budget. Fuck, let me check real quick. This is fun, dude. We haven't, budget. we haven't done a numbers, like by the numbers little pod in a minute, have we? No, we haven't. $90 million production budget and made $525 million Oh worldwide. my God, that's a massive hit. Good for that film. 1917. That's fire. You make five times your budget, bro. And they won awards. Give Sam Mendes whatever he wants on his next film, for real. But that's what I'm saying is Denis, his last film, Blade Runner, that didn't make its money back. It's definitely, people recognize it as one of the best movies of the past 10 years. So 100%. If we're only talking money right now, I am not releasing this movie as of right now until stuff is getting back to normal because it's such a risky movie because it's, who knows? You know, there's not like, historically Dune movies have done amazing or anything. Well, there's only been one, so small sample size. I think, yeah, there was there was one movie and a TV show, but that's what I'm saying is like that the cultural relevance of the franchise right now. It's not, you know, okay, like let's say there's a Star Wars movie coming out. You're postponing that right now. You're not going to probably drop that shit unless all the theaters are open and you see that like there's enough data over the next three months to say that if we release this, it's going to own theaters for two months. As of right now, we just got the data in America. Tenant barely yeah. made two two million more in its first weekend than The New Mutants. And that movie was a fucking throwaway. Disney didn't give a shit. They just released it and said, we hope this makes some money. And it made $7 million. That's in theaters right now. In its first weekend, it made $7 million. Tenet made $9.7 million its first weekend. It's suicide almost mission right now if you release a franchise that, who knows, man? It's a big risk. This is a big risk. I'd feel safer releasing Wonder Woman 84 before that movie. Like if I had to pick one of the two and I'm Warner Bros., and you're saying we're absolutely releasing something, I think I'm going to pick Wonder Woman because I don't even know, man, because Wonder Woman would probably make a billion dollars. No love for Patty Jenkins. What do you mean? I'm saying I'm trusting her to actually, I'm trusting that movie to get people to come to the seats. Okay, that's Because the first movie, the first movie made almost 900 million. But still, that's the other thing though. It made 900 million. And we're talking about a movie that might make a billion dollars in normal circumstances. You got to just push it. That's probably a movie that farther down the line that's going to keep your studio afloat. I agree. Totally. I don't think that many people are going out to the movie theaters. I don't think anybody really wants to risk it. So, Guys, I was shocked. When I went to the theater first night for Tenet, 
no one was there. I was, there was me and three other people. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, people aren't going to come to theaters right now. It's crazy. I was also in this secluded ass place that I drove three hours from or two and a half hours from San Francisco to go see it. But I, it seems like, what about for you, Luke? Was it packed when you went and saw it? It's literally just me and Natalie in the theater. Exactly. Dude. What night did you guys go on? On a Friday. Mm-hmm. On a Friday, but still like a Friday night. Friday afternoon. Oh, afternoon. It was like 2.20. You were just trying to get out of the way and thinking like, I don't want to go to a time when there could be a lot of people. That makes sense. Well, we were like, we got nothing to do today. So let's just wake up late, go at noon, just chill kind of thing. I wasn't like putting that much thought into it. I mean, honestly, I was like, it's McMinnville. Like, I know there's not going to be a lot of people. That's honestly what my thought was. Mm-hmm. 100%. I know. That's what I'm saying. There's There's no one... No one's going to movies. Only other people who had visited the theater that day was three other people, and they came in the morning and watched the New Mutants. And we came at two twenty and watched. That's what they told you. Bad choice. No, I didn't even. They didn't have to tell me. I. They made you sign a little sign-in sheet. Oh, oh, interesting. For COVID, if someone one of them had it, or that's a good idea. My theater didn't. I honestly, I bought my ticket. Walked straight in, didn't talk to anyone, went straight into the movie, and then left. Yeah, but that, that I think that's a good uh, idea. Yeah, a good idea, but I wasn't that worried about it. As a business, it's a good idea. Yeah. And then seeing these numbers today, just the fact that Warner Bros. has been hiding it from everyone. It's like, why, dude? I mean, you guys made the risk to put the movie out, let everyone see the numbers so we all know what's going to happen for the next year. Yeah. Like our movie's going to be gone for the next year. They should have just held on to it. They should have just held on to it. Yeah. And they learned a lesson there. I'm sure. I'm sure they're fucking kicking mm-hmm. themselves in the balls for that. Yeah. In that case with Tenet, cause you're going Chris, Christopher Nolan's like, I want to be the first movie to come out. I want to help theaters. There had to be people in the studio who were like, dude, we are not going to do this, but they sided with the creator which with the filmmaker in this situation, it's a huge, massive loss, probably in, in hindsight. But that's kind of cool that they did that, that they trusted him. But from a business standpoint, fuck, man. If you push that shit, we'll never listen to a director again. Fuck them. <laughs> exactly. They're probably like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you. We listened to Christopher Nolan and we were yeah, wrong. You guys are so all idiots. Never. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Your movie's getting postponed until forever. <laughs> right. They keep announcing delay dates. They announced Wonder Woman for December 25th. And my first thought is, all right, winter, when people get sick all the time when COVID's probably going to spike again. Yeah, this shit ain't coming at, at December 20th. Just move your entire slate. Do what Sony did. Sony, their president this week said, we're not dropping a major film until the pandemic's over. That's what they said. Until theaters are back to normal, numbers are normal, we're not doing any of our movies. Because Sony, man, Sony's... I'm kind of rambling right now, but I'm saying the top franchises, I say they consistently have hits. Disney and Warner Bros. And then it's kind of all these other studios. You might have a franchise that carries you. Sony has Spider-Man. That's why they always reboot Spider-Man. They're going to always reboot him forever. And they're planning a Spider-Man movie in a franchise. Like this Venom universe or whatever, Spider-Man universe. None of that shit's going to come out because they can't risk it. If that stuff doesn't make money, they're going to have to sell. So they're gone. But that's what you're going to see that with all these movies, I think, going forward. Everything is going to get pushed back unless it's such a low budget. And you're going to see a lot of low budget movies start being made to go on streaming and stuff. Or like you have a low risk theater run. I think until this stuff's over, man, it's going to be crazy. We're not going to see a big blockbuster, I don't think, for a while. Unless the only thing is if they actually start opening up LA, San Francisco, New York, and you see that Tenet, for whatever reason, its box office numbers spike, which I don't think is going to happen, or it somehow stays and has a Titanic run where it makes money forever for months on end. We're not seeing a movie for a, like that was this was it. This was our last big movie for a long time. One thing I was thinking about when I was watching it was do you think it would be a good idea for them to release it on streaming services now and then once there's a vaccine out or whatever or the pandemic numbers start to go down and people start to go back to theaters then release it to theaters cuz people are going to want to go to watch in the theaters, even if they've already seen it. Yeah. I. Th- so are you talking about specifically with Tenet or just movies in general? Well, Tenet specifically, but that could apply to other movies as well. Wait, people are or aren't? Are, I think. Because no. Christopher... Yeah, dude. Chris, 
as far as Christopher Nolan, if you release it on streaming services, the people who watch it on those streaming services will not go back to watch it in theaters. I guarantee you, no. You don't think so? Yeah, Fuck, maybe no. the diehards. The vast majority, just regular people. That's the people that make you the money. The diehards don't make you the money. Your casuals are what, what's making you money. And the casuals are the people that are going to be watching it on the streaming services. So it doesn't even make sense. So Tenet would go on HBO Max. I don't know how many subscribers they have, but I'm sure if they had used, if they use that as a ploy to get more subscribers, they'll get a lot of Nolan people to come download their app. But... This was such like a testing ground. It's interesting to look back on now because we saw Disney do something crazy. They took a $200 million movie and put it on their streaming service to charge people who are already paying for the streaming service 30 bucks, And it was a flop. It was a failure. But it was also a failure just because of so many other controversies around that film. Stuff that isn't even... Well, it is directly related to the film, but it had so many things that that movie was doomed. I look back at the numbers today, actually. Back in February... The projections for that movie in its opening weekend were 80 million. And if it made 80 million in its entire run in America, that would be insane at this point. And you're looking at Tenet. They tried to do a traditional run and it's going to be a flop. It's going to not make its money. If it makes its money back, that will be amazing, I think. But that is the kind of movie. Hey, didn't you say it made a lot? Of, it made some money overseas, though? Yeah. Right now it's at 177 million overseas. And then the difference is America. It's at two hundred and seven million. So, so it made the money back. No, no, no. Well, it's two hundred million dollar movie. Two hundred million dollar movie, but you don't count for the delays because every time you start marketing, you're also delaying. Every time you delay, it's costing you money because you're starting your marketing run, planning eventually that you're going to release this at a certain point within six months. That's why you see trailers usually release a full real trailer within six months usually. And there's also probably a teaser like Batman. They did a teaser year ahead. That's kind of your run. Or if you have a big hype up event like that, like DC fandom was a big event that it made sense that Batman would be the thing that everyone will watch that thing for. So it's all about marketing, man. And that's why the projections right now, it needs to make like 450 million to actually get past the break even point to start making money. And right now it's halfway there and it's been out for three weeks. It's got to have an insane, unheard of run to make that right now at this point. Yeah. But like what Ross was saying, if they release on video on demand or they go to HBO Max within the next couple of months, I think it will eventually is going to make its money back. But this is a movie, Christopher Nolan, you're giving this guy 200 million because you know that people come to his movies like Interstellar. Dunkirk was basically like a experimental film for him. And that shit made a lot of money. So, so what, what, what does all the production costs and the marketing costs cost then? Like 550 million? The reports that I saw said that it needs to make $450 million to get past to start making money. So what? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They're not even halfway there right what? now. And it's... Oh, my fuck. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought you said worldwide it has... $207 million right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And who knows, dude? Warner Bros. could be lying. They fucking already were lying about the shit. shit that they were, yeah. Were you there for that part, Ross, when we were talking about that? Mm-mm. Me and Luke talked about this, I want to say a week ago on a different podcast, but we thought it made $20 million. They announced that it made $20 million its first weekend. That sounds pretty good in a, in a, like traditionally for Labor Day weekend, that's around what movies make is $20 million on a Labor Day weekend. But that sounded pretty good given the circumstances. And I was thinking like, okay, if it holds and it's making like $20 million, then $17 million, then $14 million, then whatever for the next two months that might actually be okay, but they were lying about it. They counted the Canadian box office in on it because in Canada, it released a week later. And so they combined all of it. But really what it made was 9.7 million in its first weekend in America. And then this weekend, it made 6.7 million. So pretty good drop, but damn, not for a movie that you're expecting to make in a normal circumstance, probably would make 50 million in its opening weekend. That's shitty. Historically, historically, I mean, if you want to bring up the... Christopher Nolan numbers on his sort of what would we call this category? Not not Batman movies, but his movies that are just high concept movies. So Interstellar, Dunkirk, Inception, those box office numbers, probably fifty million or more, right? He's a pretty good lock to make money. Yeah. That you'd take that gamble. There's no other director that makes movies that are original films like this that make a lot of money like that. He's the best at that right now. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. No, dude, he doesn't. Quentin Tarantino's biggest movie is, has not even made $400 million. I guarantee that. Maybe $400 Okay, million. the only reason that Christopher Nolan fucking 
makes more than him is because of the Dark Knight franchises. When a director like that was given a comic book character like that, that's almost not fair. Batman Begins didn't make crazy box office numbers. It was because it was so well received. And then the concept that he had for the Dark Knight and the hype and just how good that movie was, it brought it to a billion dollars. But his next film after that was Inception and that shit made like $800 million. Dude, that was a high concept. What the fuck was that movie? It was the advertising behind that. And it went on to be this this crazy hit. And he turned Dunkirk into a $500 million movie. Interstellar made $600, $700 million. It's, it's also because of his name too. Just what he is. You expect are you a great movie. Like profits, or are you saying like that's just what they got at the box office? I'm saying box office numbers. I don't know profits, man, because who knows? Who really knows the exact numbers of production? Um, well, well, dude, what did, production, what, what did Django make? Django made a fucking stack and a half. Django made four hundred twenty-five million. Four hundred twenty-five million. A uh, way smaller budget, though. That's a massive hit, dude. That's his biggest hit, probably, right? And then the next one's probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that one made like 375 and Inglorious Bastards made 321. Those are big hits. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood barely made its money back. It barely turned a profit. Isn't that really? insane? Isn't that I, crazy? I, I That's what the reports that. were. Oh. I know. It's nuts, man. The, the amount of money that these wow. things have to make <laughs> to turn a profit. It's ridiculous, wow. dude. <laughs> that is kind of ridiculous, wow. I guess. I, yeah, I guess you're right. And who we can't even trust Warner Bros. Now they've already been lying. They could say, "Oh yeah, man, if we hit four hundred million, we're already making money." Fucking those dudes could be lying. Damn, Pulp Fiction. It only made two hundred thirteen million, but it only the budget only, was, dude. That's in nineteen ninety four, though. That you got yeah, that's the context. True. That's true. But the budget was eighteen point five million. So that's massive, massive. massive. That's with marketing. That is why he gets to make whatever the fuck he wants, dude. Because he's consistent. People go because of his name, same way Nolan. There's not many directors that people are just like, oh yeah, in. We're talking about Denis. We're talking about Denis and he just had Blade Runner 2049, a beloved franchise. And that shit actually didn't even make its money back. It's crazy, you know? There's not many directors that your name sells on that alone. And even right now, Nolan's about Nolan, dude. One of the most consistent people ever for these kind of things. His movie might not make money back. We're not going to see a movie forever, boys. It's it's a wrap. <laughs> it's gone, dude. 2020 killed movies. <laughs> Maybe, honestly. No, but we got to get that vaccine and then we get... Fucking, dude, that first vaccine is going to be whack too, dude. And we ain't getting it. What do you mean? Like, we... They're going to give it to all the rich motherfuckers first and then... yeah. Hopefully the old people and the people who really actually need it. And then they'll give it to us. Probably children will go be everyone. You know what I mean? Everyone's going to go before us in our mid-20s. <laughs> They're going to be like, y'all are fine. You'll get it last. No, I'm not worried about getting a vaccine. That's fine. Honestly, this whole time we've been talking, I've just been thinking about Homelander and shit. Yeah. Kinda, what were you going to say on the whole box? Before we get, before we get we into the boys. We haven't even talked to the boys <laughs> Yeah, we did it. We teased it a little bit. This is a boys pod, y'all. We promise. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> There's just a lot going on right now, man. It's a lot. This is like the first time yeah. in a long time where we have movies. We have like real shows that we care about to talk about. It's been a long time, man. It's crazy. Mandalorian coming soon, too. Fucking hype for that. Right, dude. This is going to end right when the Mandalorian wraps. But... I, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I enjoy this show more than Mandalorian. I do too, for sure. What about you, Luke? I don't what know do about that, dude. Mandalorian's pretty kick-ass. Mandalorian's pretty good. This doesn't have any bad episodes. Yeah, there hasn't been a bad episode yet. I think it's just better storytelling. There's yeah, it better is better stuff. storytelling, yeah. Right, and I know I'm a big I'm a big sucker for that storytelling. I like, watch, I like watching fucking all the Star Wars shit. For real, dude. I love that. I love, and that's like the best Star Wars product in a bit since Rogue One, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Nelly watched Rogue One and she's like, but everyone dies. <laughs> she's like, why does everyone die? <laughs> that's why it's so great, man. Damn, dude, that shit gave it real stakes. Yeah, it was like kind of ruthless. That was great, man. Enjoyed that movie. And then you got these, this trilogy just kind of a mess. It's disappointing, yeah. but we don't need we don't need to get into that again. Don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about that anymore. But Mandalorian, Sorry, don't get up. 
Yeah. Don't get riled up. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten. Go I've ever gotten riled up on the pot. I don't know about. I just always, ah, dude. It's just disappointing. <laughs> That's the only way to ever put it. <laughs> no, you don't get riled up. You bull bombing, elected. Actually, this was a news story this week. Before we get into the boys, but honestly, on topic with that is that they finally asked Daisy Ridley if she knew from the beginning that she was going to be a uh, Palpatine, which everyone knew, of course not, right? No way they changed that shit. And she just straight up confirmed it. Yeah, at first, she was supposed to maybe be a Kenobi. Then it was no one. Then it was a Palpatine. I'm like, oh my God. So like, they had no clue what they were doing, dude. They were just rolling with it. Nuts. Horrible. (laughs) Hey, sometimes the best plan is no plan. (laughs) Bro, but hang on, hang on, hang on. The original trilogy... There was a lot of shit not planned. Leia and Luke were not planned from the beginning. Darth Vader being Luke's dad was not planned. But the problem with the the sequel trilogy is there's so much established story that you can't just kind of roll with it. Like, you got to kind of have a plan. You got to build off that. Exactly. And what George Lucas did with at least the prequel trilogy, they tied in very... The last movie tied in storytelling-wise very well with the original trilogy. This shit was just fucking... is a mess, man. A Kenobi, like even out, that still sounds kind of stupid too. So then Obi Wan's just banging bitches out in fucking Tatooine. Come on, and he was supposed to be, you know, Jedi code follower number one, dog. Except for Duchess Satine. Yeah, but dude, he didn't smash her. Come on, that's that an animated TV show. There's no way. Yeah, bro. We no. didn't even see a dick in the animated show. <laughs> Imagine if they showed full penetration. Yeah. In the they would have had to sold that shit to like Adult Swim. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd be seeing Obi-Wan on Pornhub. Yeah, right. yeah. Mature old Jedi. Mature old Jedi dicks down female Mandalorian Duchess. <laughs> There's probably some wild... Anakin, Obi-Wan, tag team pornos on on that shit right now. Anakin, Obi-Wan, Eiffel Towers, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This fucked up. (laughs) How do we segue back into this shit? Let's see. Homelander with white claws doing that, like... (laughs) Where his tongue just like... (laughs) That shit, man, every time cracks me up when he does that, like... When he's so into that licking, like drinking, it's like his drug, dude. He cannot resist. His eyelids are like fluttering. What a disgusting, disgusting, vile human, dude. Just dude, a weird he's guy. Totally down sure. on breast milk. Say yes to breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> All about pregnancies, bro. Get that fucking. He's an American third. I know, dude. Honestly, like, I just, all his sexual tendencies came into question during this episode. I thought she was back. I thought Madeline Stilwell was back. And I'm like, damn, those titties are back. Oh, yeah. the bando, dude. All of a sudden, he's fucking <laughs> sipping on some milk, dude, licking on her and shit. And then turns into this gross fucking little penguin looking motherfucker straight out of the Batman. Like Smeagol. I thought he was tripping. Looking like penguin. Colin Farrell. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on, dog? And then I'm like, okay, makes sense. She's. Definitely still dead, but her tits are such a weird that whole vibe. That oh, whole episode, it was so, so weird. weird, dude. Because it's like his, like, his weird fantasy, man, or like his weird. It's so interesting because when he killed her, it was always like, Well, dude, that was the thing that held you safety net, I guess, or just your comfort was her. And he killed her, dude. So it's always been like, When's he gonna lose his shit? He's gonna lose his shit at some point in this season because. He doesn't have his safety belt, which was Madison. But dude, dude, I thought he was going to lose his shit on fucking Stormfront right then and there. Oh, that is going to happen. Can't That's wait. That's going to be a sick oh, fight. That, that fight, if that fight doesn't happen now, I will be disappointed because they're both the biggest dude, motherfuckers I know, dude. in the show. All you needed was like two episodes of Stormfront and you're like, fuck this chick. We hate her, you know? This racist ass fucking she's just cunt, dude. on everything, real, dude. and like you didn't even know that the first episode you're like, I she's pretty kick ass. Second and third episode, by the fourth episode you're like, fuck her, dude, <laughs> fuck this chick, <laughs> hate her. What was that fucking story that the lady told? Uh, mother's milk and and Huey and and 
about Lady Liberty or Lady Liberty or whatever. It's literally just Lady Liberty churched up. That's all it is. Oh, bro, she's such she's such a good character, man. That detail alone gives even more depth to her because then you learn that she's just been this racist person know, dude. for so How'd long. How they bring her back? Stormfront. She's a horrible character, and probably back when she was Lib- Liberty, that character. She probably had her face hidden, so no one actually knew what she looked like. And she looked like she had blonde hair. So she just changed up her style and came back. And probably Vought. And Vought doesn't give a fuck. Clearly, they covered it all up. They're just like money business. They know all their shit they're doing is fucked up, dude. This is some Watchmen type stuff. Like Red Hood, but evil. The depth of the show and like the world building, so good, man. The show is phenomenal, I think. This is one of the best shows I've watched in a while. It's the best take, I think, on superheroes. Oh, man, am I, is this a hot take? But I think right now it's the best take on like what would happen if superheroes were real. This is what they'd be. They'd be these assholes, just like these celebrities and these famous people and how they act. They front on everything, bro. And they're on social media. Stormfront, first episode, you think she's this cool person, feminist person. She's awesome. It's like she's, she's all nice. Any she fucking uh, hides the Vought serum. She's doing a lot of things that you're like, oh, I might, I, you can maybe root for this girl. She's kind of, it's just very good character establishment. And then you realize who she is. She's this horrible person. She almost, you were even thinking at one point, man, is she worse than Homelander? She might be, man. And he's a fucking horrible, horrible person, bro. Like horrible, you know, like let a whole plane of people crash terrible person but she's like a racist it's yeah like, she's racist and then she fucking just takes out 50 fucking however many people and then blames it on some fucking foreign ass terrorist all of a sudden like bro yeah. what 59 yeah who that and that character Kamika's brother by the end of the fourth episode, you're almost like rooting for Homelander to fuck her up. You already hate Homelander enough, but then all of a sudden you're like, damn, bro, I want Homelander to fuck her up because she's a fucking douche. Agreed. I was like, bro, bring out the laser eyes. And then you're sitting there thinking the whole time, wow, I'm rooting almost for Homelander. This is terrible. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, like, that's I know. just great. Just how like uh, in Game of Thrones when Cersei got jailed by those fucking Sparrow bitches. You're like, yo, fuck the Sparrow bitches. Cersei, kill them all. And then all of a sudden you're on Cersei's side. But then you like forget how much of a douche Cersei was. And you're like, nah, JK, fuck Cersei too. She blows up the septum and you're like, oh my God, fuck, dude. That's actually a great comparison because that's what I'm saying is the depth of this show. And these characters, you're interested in all of them. Even the normal humans, you're interested in their take on life right now. And it's just a, it's a well-done show, man. I feel like we just kind of glossed over a bunch of shit even in all those random things we were talking about. But fuck, dude. I like the weekly schedule too. I like it. I'm going to say that straight up. I prefer, I think looking back in time now, I prefer weekly episodes because I think it gives a lot more discussion. There's a lot more to talk about. And you don't have to worry about spoilers as much because all you have to do is watch an hour. I don't know about y'all, but I went back and forth on Billy Butcher a lot too. Like I was like, dude, fuck this guy. And then, I don't know, you start to see... He's such a douche, man. Just how he was treating... What's his name? Hugh? Well, everyone. I was like, dude, just tell him to fuck off. Yeah, everyone. Treating his crew that he dragged into this whole thing like shit. Just like not caring about them. Trying to just ditch them. And then you kind of, I don't know, you see his side of things and why he's doing the things he do he is doing. And you know that there's some reason below all this shit that Becca was talking about in this last episode. But we just don't know. Even his yet. wife knows that there's something wrong with this dude. That she never tried to really go that hard to reach out to him and figure it out because she knew too. This guy's crazy as fuck, dude. Nuts. Beyond that. And he, and he was saying that you were the thing that He's lying to himself if he thinks that that was the reason why he wasn't who he was. She had straight up said that, dude, I thought every time we went out or whatever, you were going to beat the fuck out of someone. You might kill someone. That guy's crazy. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, just, do you, yeah do it sounds disagree? like Luke's got a slightly different opinion on Billy Butcher. You don't think he's an asshole? I don't know, dude. He might be an asshole, but like, I get it. I get why he hates soups, dude. I get that 100%. But I'm saying like how he treats his crew even. He sees them all as expendable is how I look at it. He doesn't actually really care about any of their opinions to me. 
But there is a little bit there that I can see why you'd look at him and think maybe he does, but he's just, he's like kind of manipulative. He's good. He's good at that shit. He hooked in Huey right after all that shit. He knew when Huey was most vulnerable. His girlfriend just got exploded in front of him by (laughs) this dude rolling by. And he instantly came in and was like, I'm going to give you the opportunity to get all this stuff. But there's been so much shit that he's used even Huey on. And he just beat the fuck out of that guy too at one point. He beat the fuck out of Huey. That was in this season, right? He laid him out for sure. But I don't think he like was bashing his face in or anything. Knocked his teeth in pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Good That's sucker punch in, bro. Hook, it's fucked up. So, but whatever, man. I don't think he's necessarily a good guy. And even his girl recognizes that is what I'm saying. It's He's a good complicated character in the story of all this. He's a good human character that... It's interesting, man. That's what I'm saying. All these characters are interesting. Even Mother's Milk, they gave a lot of I background. Love Mother's Milk, dude. I just love the name. Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk. <laughs> I know what they what's with them and milk, man. They love milk in the show. They love that what's gonna happen with milk, Let me tell you. And his background was interesting too, with his come up and how his connection to Va is. It makes total sense, man. And probably something with Frenchie is similar. I, have they shown? I can't remember if they've told Frenchie's origin with why he hates Vought. I don't know. Or superheroes. I think they mentioned it this latest episode. They said something about, what's his name? Torchlight or uh, some Torch Lantern? Should I get one more, y'all? One more what? White Claw. This is it, dude. I'm not drinking for a minute. I promise y'all, dude. I'm That's like, why I don't fucking... want this fucking charger to stop fucking charging, fucking piece of fuck. <laughs> 917. Luke don't even got to work oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Fucking smoke's too bad. Can't work. Side with me. So we lost Luke, y'all. Luke's gone. Yeah. <laughs> he should die. But anyway, where were we even at, man? I don't even remember. We're talking about Stormfront. We're talking about Homelander. All these idiots. What characters haven't we talked about yet? Talked about A Train. Dude. Yeah. A Train's cool, man. I like his character because he's just a super. He's like a super athlete where he's on steroids, takes over his life. He's like Barry Bonds where he's a goat, but it's also because, bro, you were on hella drugs and shit, but you were hella talented too. Yeah, his character is interesting. I feel like going forward that what's going to happen is he's going to pull the whole, bro, I'm black. You guys are cutting me. You don't have any black people. Probably he's going to still be on the team. Like, I think that's a cool angle to go and it's going to connect to what's going on in the story right now and real life. True. I, yeah, I'm still not sure where they're going. And Homelander is such an asshole and is so, like, his last presentation on screen was so, he looked, he sounded like such an idiot on that talk show. Oh, what with Maeve? How he was just like clearly trying to expose her in a live interview. Well, and he said something that he just sounded like an idiot, dude. His reaction to, it's like, oh, hard hitting questions. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, he got caught off guard and didn't know how to actually really react. And so, and just actually knowing how insecure he is, maybe it sounded more insecure to me. But I think that even that conversation opened up that A-Front is going to be able to do that. And it's going to make sense. Like, it totally makes sense, bro. Because it's clearly like, there's clearly some racist shit going on in the 7, too, even. With him and yeah. Stormfront. Stormfront alone, dude. Damn, I'll she fooled us all. That, that interaction is going to be fun. going to be fun. Who do you think wins that battle? Stormfront. And who? And Homelander. Oh, I'm talking about A-Train. Stormfront and Homelander. She seems hella strong too, though. I'm going to say that she's going to die. But I don't think Storm... I'm going to say it right now on the podcast. Mark me up, y'all. Listeners, anyone. Come back to this. Episode 4, I'm saying it now. Homelander is going to die by the end of Season 3. He's Joffrey. Fuck. Homelander dead? Homelander dead by end of season three. So he's going to make it. Oh, shit. The comeback. <laughs> what, dude? Bro. Did you use Natalie's computer? I am on the floor in my living room in a different outlet. Fuck Apple. Oh. Fuck Apple. <laughs> he's back. Check it. The return. Yo. That was all I have to say, definitely a top All I have 10. to say is fuck Apple. I hate Macintosh. 
Fuck Steve Jobs. May he rest in fucking not peace. In pieces? The worst peace ever. Like, not peace. Like, very not resting. Peacefully. Unpeacefully resting. Are he back? The Chronicle Son returns. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the chronic, the chronic son, <laughs> smoking lots of weed. <laughs> I gave a, I gave a big hot take right there. You ready? Yeah, light me up, Captain. Yeah. Here's my take: Stormfront dead by end of season two. Homelander dead by end of season three. That's my. How take. many seasons? He's how many three. seasons are supposed to be in this series, bro? If I'm dead. I'm trying to do it. It's a good ass show. This is Amazon's like show. I think this is Amazon's show until Lord of the Rings happens. So I'm saying they need to do at least five years. Five years, bro. We're talking about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones should have had. This 10 is seasons. only year two, dog. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Precisely. My so point. you're saying too early. Homelander needs to last only one more season, dog. What I'm saying is that <clears throat> where his story is building. I feel like by the end of season three, that is going to be the climax of what's happening with his character because, dude, how can you think he can pull off another whole season without his rock, like Madison? That is his rock. I feel like he's going to lose his shit at some point this season and show everyone in the world who he is because he's realizing that all he needs to have is one little bit of following. He needs to have a sliver that is influential enough you can compare it to anything. You can compare it to politics. You compare it to Hitler, dude. All you have to have is a following that believes in what you're doing. And you're the most powerful motherfucker on the planet, bro. He's going to realize it this season. And so next season, they're going to try to kill him or something's going to happen. He's going to get assassinated. Yeah, I, I don't know. You, you, how, does, how do you kill him, though? You, dude, they're going to figure no. it out, bro. You can kill Superman. You can kill Superman somehow. You can kill this idiot too. Yeah, you're right, right, dude. Homelander's a motherfucking douche. But yeah, I feel like you're right. Ready, bro. Uh, I can't remember now. I had something really good to reply to you. Fuck. Please, dude. I mean, I'm just spitting off off the dome. No, I I mean, he could live forever. He's such a great character. No, he's not going to live forever. He's an idiot. He drinks his mother's titty milk. Like, come on, guy. I'm 24. (laughs) I don't drink my mom's titty milk anymore. And even his mom's, bro. It's just some, it's some woman. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just, Have you ever drank titty milk before? Not that in my immediate memory. It, never, yeah, dude. dude. It's really watered down. You don't want to drink it. It's not that cool. <laughs> it sucks. You, are you saying you've tried titty milk? Um, in, I'm saying it's like worse than skim milk. That's all I have to say. <laughs> like, this is from like experience. But you tried it recently? <laughs> Like in the last 10 no, years? I'm talking about within the <laughs> yeah, last like 10 years. days. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, what's I missed it, that. Is it sour or what is it? What's wrong with it? What's Or what's good about Nothing. it? Nothing. What's the difference between the only like thing I'm saying, cow milk? Bro, bro, it tastes like literally like water with a hair of fucking milk in it. If you just put five drops of milk in it, it's water with five drops of milk in it. It sucks, dude. So, so you're literally like, why are you... Why are you addicted exactly, to Exactly, dude. Thinking. I'm talking like if you're addicted to milk, you should be addicted to like chocolate milk or whole milk, dude. That's the kind of milk I'd be flowing through my veins, dude. Like what kind of milk? I'm not going to lie. That sounds... Come on, guys. That sounds intoxicating. <laughs> like, dude, so are you, you haven't tried milk that's lactating is what you're saying. A pregnant woman, a woman that had a kid. No, I have had that milk. Oh, what? Wait, hang on. In the past 10 days? Bro, DJ's wife has a... Has a child. Oh my god! She has Story literally time. like gallons of milk because her fucking titties are just juicing right now. And so, and we were just drunk around the fire, and and TJ's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Are you dead ass right now? Oh, yeah, I'm not so fucking dead. with you." Oh my god! And, and TJ's right. like, "Yo, try some fucking, try some fucking milk right now." I'm like, "All right, I'm not scared. I'll try some milk." And so I drank a little bit of milk, dude. And it's like, I thought it was gonna be fucking rich and dank and amazing, and it was just like the worst thing I've ever tasted. It was like the shittiest fucking titty milk I've ever tasted, dude. Like, fuck that milk. Worst milk ever. Oh my god, right. guy. 
Oh my god. I'm just you saying, were drunk, bro. Huh? No, I'm just saying though. Yeah, I'm drunk, but yes, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> you are Fuck drunk. titty milk. So you're like, bro, what's wrong with Homelander, man? That he's like, that shit's bro, fire. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Because Titty Milk sucks. <laughs> I mean, like, Madison Stillwell has some ni- has a nice set of fucking cannons on her. Like, I'll give her that. But she's 50, dude. The cannons are nice, dude. But I don't want to taste the fucking gunpowder that's in them. From firsthand experience. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I had to dump that out on you guys. It's embarrassing. But <laughs> I love it. It. So but great. no, like, should you, like, you want me? Do you want me to chop that up? Like, do you want me to, you to chop that up? Like, I, I don't, don't care. Do whatever you want <laughs> with it. But, dude, I'm just saying, right. like, verbal control. So you're saying that Homelander is a freak, is what you're saying. Though this is his. This is what he, he gets off to this shit. Like, it's like an intoxicating drug for him. Yeah, bro. he's gonna be a weak little bitch. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, is there any so there's no aspects of it that you can see being intoxicating? No, dude. It's like drinking the weakest skim milk you've ever drank. It sucks. Damn, why do why do us babies? Babies they into that yeah, shit. Yeah, babies dude. little bitches, dude. They need one of these. <laughs> yeah, babies to drink white claws. I feel like a baby right now. <laughs> Dude, okay, what characters do we talk about before we wrap this up? Thank Homelander, A Train, front. A Train. We did not talk about A Train. Zach and I did when you. Were oh, out for oh a bit. okay. But we can. Re- yeah, you gotta re- take on A Train. I like A Train's story. I think that it's it's showing basically a freak athlete in this universe and what he's doing to stay as a top athlete. It's like Barry Bonds, it's Mark McGuire, it's all these dudes, probably LeBron James. No way. Get out of here. <laughs> LeBron ain't fucking balding for no reason like that. LeBron's a god. <laughs> He's a baller, bro, but he, that boy has done HGH straight up. Oh, 100%, dude. All these top... Bro, he was born with that athlete. shit in his Definitely. veins. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. And so he's taking basically the equivalent of roids for superheroes to stay peak shape, and it's literally killing him. And I think that's an interesting character arc. And he was so addicted to it that he he kind of launched this whole storyline because he killed Huey's girlfriend from the start. So I, it, what's happening to him right now, I don't feel bad for him, bro. When when Homelander is talking to him, speaking facts. Yeah, straight up, dude. And he's trying to blackmail Starlight. Bro, A-Train, you're a fucking douche. It, so what's happening to him, it's just like another... It's kind of like the deep, man, where you don't actually feel bad for either of these idiots... But it's a fun thing to yeah, watch play yeah. out because you're just like, bro, you are idiots. That anything that happens to you, both of them are going to be desperate to try to stay in the seven because it keeps them relevant. Both of them, they're both trying to get back to that, that they're doing anything. The deep has literally joined a cult, basically, to, stay, yeah. to try to get back. The deep should just go into He the ocean. sacrificed a whale for them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene too that was he fun. was sad though but yeah he gets sad but for he did it you know he did it either way he's an idiot true he was willing man so yeah. for real Fucking dude he's that desperate <laughs> and that's why it's fun to watch his storyline play out I don't care whatever happens to him A-Train don't care Homelander don't care you know all these people whatever happens to you man you're kind of a horrible person even Maeve, because she's been complicit. She's let fucking Homelander do his thing. She's also fearing. And then all of a sudden, once, once Homelander starts touching her life and shit, that's when she starts getting pissed at him. What's her play next? What do you think? I don't know, dude. It just feels like she kind of wants to like leave this seven, just like Starlight. Where Starlight's like, it feels like Homelander's... Around every corner. Yeah, around every corner. And May's kind of the same way where she doesn't want... Homelander around every corner and she doesn't want Homelander to be prying in on her business with her lover. What's her lover's name? Starts with the L, I think. Oh, what's her name? I forget her. Laurie or Leslie. She's only been like two or three scenes, so I'm not even going to hate. But it does seem like Homelander could affect that, that part of her life at any second. And it's the exact same thing with Starlight where Homelander could just pop in and affect her life at any second too. And we don't want that because Homelander is a fucking douche. I feel like her play is she's got to rally with the other members of the seven, like Starlight, 
and try to come up with a plan to fight back against that. Yeah, I kind of feel like she needs to start doing her own thing and she needs to start leaking stuff about Homelander because Homelander is going to kill her girl, 100%. She knows what Homelander is, so she should be thinking that her girlfriend, she's fucked. So I need to start leaking something now to kind of either get everyone against him because, dude, what is your play? Otherwise, he's going to kill your girlfriend. Luke just fucking crawls off screen. <laughs> I think well, he just we... passed out. <laughs> like, rolling back. Oh, he's coming back to life. It's like bedtime. You, you don't even got work tomorrow, guy. You fine. It's about to be some fire content. Yes. Can't even hear you, dude. All I see is you flipping me off. You cutting out, dog. Can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, he's gone. Damn. All right, Ross. Shall we wrap it up? Let's wrap Fuck. it up, man. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. That's yo. Hey, straight up and down, motherfuckers. Y'all are missing out because this is the best part of the motherfucking interwebs. Also, straight up, that's some big facts, though. Best pod that no one knows about. What right are you, here. What are you about to talk about tomorrow's? Tomorrow, I ain't talking nothing with y'all. Yeah, fuck you too, Zach. I hate you also. Fuck you, Luke. I don't even talking to you. You know what, exactly. We're not even friends, I don't think. I don't even know you're dumbass. What are we even talking about here? You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Y'all, that's our boys episode. We'll be back soon. Remember, skim milk only. No titty milk. Yeah, quit devouring your mom's fucking skim milk, guys. Fucking whole titty milk. That's what we're about. Two percent, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't even recommend trying it. Two percent milk. Honest. That's what we about. That cow yeah. milk. Two percent or whole milk. Black or chocolate milk. Chocolate milk's good too. Chocolate milk. Fuck, that sounds so good right now. It does. Honestly, like oat milk, it's pretty good. I don't know what you're talking about, Ross. Ross, all I mean, it's pretty good. All right, fellas, I'm pausing this shit. We out, y'all. We out. Peace. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.